Welcome to the heartbeat of Chicago, the show where the talk is as real as it gets. This is Chi Town 2K24, your late night sanctuary for unfiltered, uncut conversations. I'm Charlie Mack, here to keep it 100 with you. And I'm Royalty, bringing a dose of truth with a touch of class. We're about to dive deep into the stories and voices that make this city what it is. So kick back, relax, and get ready for a journey into the soul of Chi Town 2K24. From the streets to the suites, we're covering it all. Men being men, women adding wisdom, and every perspective in between. Let's get this started. Chi Town 2K24. Let's get to it. I got a great one for y'all this evening. But before we start, how are you, Ms. Royalty? You're looking fashionable today with your bright red dress. I wish our audience can see you. First and foremost, thank you guys for tuning in. Charlie, I feel great last night. I binged watched the show called. I got a story to tell. It aired on BT Plus. Okay, and yes, I know I look fabulous in this red dress. Didn't think I could pull it off. But enough about me. Charlie, how was Royalty. your night? Or same old, same old, same on different day. Are you ready? Okay, let's start the show. Today, we're talking about the black dollar, our economic power within the community. It's about understanding how our spending influences our neighborhoods. It's crucial to recognize the disparities. While some label our communities as welfare reliant or lazy, they overlook the economic contributions and potential we hold. Look around, you'll see businesses in our areas, often not owned by us, from liquor stores to beauty supplies, these are profits made in our communities, but not always reinvested back. It's about understanding the dynamics, why these businesses thrive in our areas, and the importance of investing back into our own communities. It's more than just consumption. It's about economic empowerment. We need to shift the narrative. It's time to encourage and support African-American entrepreneurship. Our spending should empower our communities building wealth that stays and grows here. It's high time we tackle these stereotypes head on. We can't win if we're divided. It's about unity, supporting each other, and being the change we want to see. Our communities hold power. We can create thriving businesses, but it requires support from within. Patronizing our own, building a network, that's where our strength lies. We often say, look at other communities, they stick together. Well, it's time we learn and apply. It's not about envy, it's about adapting successful strategies in our own community. We've got to realize the power of our dollar. By supporting local African-American businesses, we're investing in our future, creating opportunities right here at home. So, Chi-Town, let's start a movement. Let's support our local entrepreneurs. It's about building our community for us, by us. Let's be the change we want to see. Royalty, let's talk about how the media portrays African-Americans. It's overwhelming how often the narrative is negative. CNN, Fox, even Inside Edition, the focus is too often on the bad, painting a skewed picture of our community. You're right, Charlie. It's not just about reporting, it's about the narrative they choose to present. This constant negative portrayal affects how our community is perceived and treated. Exactly. It's time to hold these media outlets accountable. They need to create a balance to show the full spectrum of our lives, not just the negatives. Boycotting might be one way to start, 
But we also need to think about legal action, about challenging this narrative on a national level. It's beyond free speech. It's about fairness and equality and representation. We need to use our voices and platforms, social media, community forums. Let's start a movement for fair and balanced representation. It's time for the narrative to change. It's about empowering our community to tell our own stories. We can't let others define us. Let's create our own narratives, our own media platforms that reflect the truth of who we are. And let's not forget education. We need to educate our community about media literacy. Understanding how to critically analyze news content is key. We can't just consume what's given. We need to question and understand the motives behind it. Absolutely, Charlie. And what about creating our own narrative? We have talented writers, filmmakers, and journalists in our community. It's time they get the spotlight to tell our stories, our successes, and our struggles. Right on, Royalty. We need to support and promote our own media outlets, be it through social media, local newspapers, or online platforms. Our stories deserve to be heard in their truest form. It's all about changing the narrative, Charlie. By taking control of our own stories, we challenge the stereotypes and misrepresentations. It's a long battle, but it's one we need to fight. Royalty, let's talk about what's happening in Florida. Governor DeSantis's attempt to reshape historical narratives, especially around sensitive topics like slavery, is a concern. It's about who controls the narrative of exactly, history. Exactly, Charlie. It's problematic when the truth is altered to avoid discomfort. History, especially regarding slavery and racial injustice, needs to be told accurately and, and honestly. look at how MLK Day is treated. It's a federal holiday, yet not universally observed. This reflects a broader issue of how African-American history and contributions are often sidelined. You're right. It's about recognition and respect. The fact that some are trying to downplay the significance of such a day speaks volumes about where we stand in acknowledging our now, history. Now, talking about Vivek Ramaswamy, his stance after benefiting from affirmative action and acknowledging Juneteenth, yet running on a platform that resonates with a certain demographic, shows the complexity of political narratives. It's a contradiction, Charlie. And it's about understanding the deeper implications of these political maneuvers and their impact on our community. Listeners, we need to engage in these discussions to understand the nuances and stand for the truth. It's essential now more than ever in the 21st century. Hey, royalty, have you checked out the new Black-owned restaurants popping up across Chicago? Places like Daisy's Po' Boy and Tavern in Hyde Park and Sule 2 in North Lawndale are redefining our culinary Absolutely, scene. Charlie. And it's not just about the food. These restaurants, like Proveray and West Town, are cultural hubs celebrating our heritage and bringing new flavors to our neighborhoods. Right on, and we've got to mention Shake a Leg at 5512 West Division. Their wings and lamb chops are something else. It's exciting to see these entrepreneurs thrive. Let's encourage our listeners to support these businesses. It's about keeping our dollars in the community and celebrating our diversity through food. And don't forget about Chissa's Bistro and Bar in Avondale. Their southern gluten-free dishes are a hit. It's about more than eating. It's about experiencing our culture. But true, Charlie, each of these spots, like 5150 Fusion and Auburn Gresham with their eclectic menu, is a testament to our entrepreneurial spirit and culinary innovation. And that's what I'm talking about, royalty. Let's keep supporting these gems in our community. 
It's up to us to ensure they flourish and continue to enrich Chi-Town's diverse palette. Folks, it's essential we support our own. Just like we patronize other businesses in our neighborhoods, let's ensure we're backing these incredible Black-owned establishments. It's about uplifting our community and sustaining our economy. Absolutely, Charlie. Supporting our own is key to our survival and growth. Now let's switch gears and talk about what's happening in the world of politics. Royalty, let's dive into this heated topic. Donald J. Trump's removal from the ballot in several states, including Illinois, is a significant political move. His actions, or lack thereof, during the January 6th Capitol invasion are deeply concerning. He not only failed to prevent it, but seemed to support the invaders. For these reasons, I firmly believe he shouldn't be eligible for presidency It's a complex again. issue, Charlie. But let's also talk about how we, as African Americans, interact with the political system. We've been loyal to the Democratic Party, yet often our community's needs are overlooked. It's time we vote based on our values and benefits, not just party lines. Exactly. Voting our conscience means really evaluating what each candidate stands for and if they align with our community's needs. Blind loyalty doesn't bring change. Absolutely, Charlie. Our vote is powerful and we need to use it to advocate for our interests, our values. Let's encourage our listeners to be informed, critical voters. Right, royalty. It's about empowerment. We can't keep giving our votes without seeing real change. We need to hold politicians accountable, demand policies that benefit us directly. Yes, and it's not just about presidential elections. Local elections, state representatives, these are the positions that often impact us most directly. We need to be active and informed at all levels. Our community's power lies in our unity and informed decisions. Let's use our voices, our votes, to really shape the future we want to see. Royalty. My number one issue right now is the border situation. If President Biden, Mayor Johnson, and Governor Pritzker don't address this, I'm rethinking my vote. It's not just about humanity. It's about law and order and our own citizens' needs. I hear you, Charlie. But we also need to consider the broader implications of a closed border policy. It's a complex issue, one that impacts many facets of society, including economics and human rights. True, but our communities feel the impact most. Resources that could uplift our schools and neighborhoods are being diverted. If the situation isn't handled by 2024, I'm voting for whoever promises real change at the border. It's a tough call, Charlie. This issue requires careful consideration from all angles. We need a balanced approach that addresses security, human rights, and resource allocation. It's a paradox, royalty. Our city struggles to find funds for underserved communities, yet millions appear for other causes. Where's this money when our neighborhoods cry out for help? It's a valid question, Charlie. The allocation of resources often seems imbalanced. We need to advocate for equitable distribution, ensuring our communities are not overlooked. All right, let's jump into our sports segment. Yesterday's NBA games were full of action. The Lakers went head-to-head -head with the Miami Heat, and it was a showdown worth watching. Also, the Golden State Warriors showed their prowess in another exciting game. Then we had the Wizards and Cavaliers. The Cavs dominated with a 140-101 victory. That's some impressive play. Over to the Thunder and Hawks, another close one. 
The Hawks narrowly edged out with a 141 to 138 win. The Pelicans faced off against the Timberwolves. New Orleans took that one 117 to 106. A solid game for the Pelicans. In the Nets versus Rockets matchup, the Rockets came out on top 112 to 101. Brooklyn's got to step it up. The Raptors and Grizzlies had a tight game, but Toronto clinched it 116 to 111. Moving on, the Trailblazers couldn't keep up with the Mavericks. Dallas won that one easily, 126 to 97. Our own Chicago Bulls took on the Knicks, but unfortunately they fell short, 116 to 100. In the Clippers Suns game, the Clippers showed their strength, winning 131 to And in overtime, the Pistons and Jazz gave us a thriller. Utah snagged the win, 154 to 148. Lastly, another overtime battle between the Magic and Kings with Sacramento narrowly winning, 138 to 135. And don't forget the Heat and Lakers. Miami took that one, 110 to 96. What a night in the NBA. All right, Chi-Town, we're going to skip our usual politics segment tonight. But don't worry, we'll be back next episode with all the updates and discussions you're looking for. Definitely, Charlie. We've got some important topics to cover, but we'll dive into those next time. Stay tuned for more in-depth political discussions on Chi-Town 2K24. Okay, we're back in entertainment. Now, did you catch that interview with Cat Williams on the Shea Shea Club? He really went in on some big names. Kevin Hart. Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, even T.D. Jakes. I saw it, Charlie. Cat never holds back. But let's talk about Kevin Hart. I think he's brilliant in movies, but his stand-up, it's a mixed bag for some. Exactly my point. He's got talent, no doubt. But when it comes to stand-up, I'm more of a Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy guy. Martin Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, Bernie Mac. Those are my top five. That's a solid list, Charlie. But let's not forget the new wave of comedians. I'm thinking Tiffany Haddish, Hassan Minhaj, Ali Wong, John Mulaney, and Trevor Noah. They bring a fresh perspective to True comedy. Comedy evolves, but 27 million views for that interview shows how much we love our comedy legends and the controversies they stir up. Absolutely. It's about the legacy they leave and the new paths they pave. Comedy is ever-changing, and it's great to see both the legends and the newcomers shine. You make a good point about new comedians, royalty. But let's talk impact. Prior Murphy, they shaped comedy. Their influence is undeniable. Today's comedians stand on the shoulders of Charlie, did you catch that part where he claimed he was responsible for removing a rape scene from Friday After Next? Absolutely, royalty. It's a bold statement showing his awareness and sensitivity towards how black men are portrayed in media. It sparks a bigger conversation about the responsibility of artists in shaping societal narratives. Right, and speaking of responsibility, Kat mentioned his philosophy of sharing blessings. He's known for helping struggling comedians, which is pretty inspiring in an industry often seen as cutthroat. He also touched on the respect he had for Bernie Mac. It's refreshing to see a comedian paying homage to the legends who paved the way. Now let's talk about the controversial bit. Cat accusing Cedric the Entertainer of stealing his joke. And that's a serious claim in the comedy world. It sure is. Joke theft is a big no-no, but it's a complicated issue. There's a thin line between inspiration and outright copying. It's tough. 
Cat also got personal discussing his life choices. He's been avoiding certain behaviors and substances, which is a significant stance considering the pressures in Hollywood. It's a strong message, especially for those looking up to him. Avoiding hard drugs and staying true to your values in an environment that often encourages the opposite is commendable. Uh, yeah, his words carry weight. He, his candidness in this interview, whether you agree with him or not, it certainly stirs up important discussions. It's personal for me when it comes to Steve Harvey. The fact that he met with Donald Trump, what he said to Monique on his show, and uh, the show he had in Chicago, the way he left. I had to stop supporting him. For me, it was all about the money. The way it looks on television, his wife and her kids are using him. He talks about her kids more than his own. Absolutely, Charlie. Cat Williams never fails to get people talking, and this interview was no exception. Let's open up the lines and hear what our listeners think about these revelations. All right, Chi-Town 2K24 listeners, we've opened up the lines. Let's hear your thoughts on Cat Williams' recent bombshells. First up, we have Tance. What's your take, Tance? Hey, Charlie and royalty. Cat removing that scene from Friday After Next was a power move. It shows he's not just about laughs, but also about sending the right message. Thanks, Tance. Next, we've got Corey on the line. Corey, your thoughts? I respect Cat for helping other comedians. It's rare to see someone so successful still reaching back to help others climb up. Great point, Corey. Uh, Sonia, you're on air. I what do you think? I think the accusation against Cedric the Entertainer is a bit tricky. Comedy often has similar themes, so it's hard to say who's right without more context. Interesting perspective, Sonia. Now we have Kim. What's on your mind, Kim? I'm impressed by Kat's personal choices. Staying clean in Hollywood is tough, and he's setting a good example for others. Thanks, Kim. Donna, you're up. Share your thoughts. His respect for Bernie Mac really hit home for me. It's crucial to acknowledge those who've paved the way in any industry. Absolutely, Donna. And now we've got someone special on the line, an impersonator of Cat Williams himself. Cat, what would you say about all this? Well, Charlie and royalty, you know how it is. In this business, you've got to be true to yourself, speak your mind, and keep it real, just like I always do. Fuck Kevin Hart, fuck Steve Harvey, and anybody with them. That was great. Thanks to our cat and to all our callers for sharing their insights. It's clear that Cat Williams' interview has sparked some thought-provoking conversations among our listeners. Keep the discussion going, folks. Okay, royalty next. We have the letter leave it right here on Chi-Town 2K24. We are back. Royalty. Welcome back to the The Letter segment of Chi-Town 2K24, where we delve into your most personal stories and dilemmas. Today's letter is a bit of a doozy. Let's dive in. Dear Charlie and Royalty, I'm writing to you because I'm in a situation I never imagined I'd find myself in, and I don't know who to turn to. I'm a young man in my late 20s, and I've been dating this incredible woman, also in her late 20s, for about a year now. She's smart, caring, and we've shared some great times together. But here's where it gets complicated. A few months ago, I was at her house, and I accidentally walked in on her mother in the bathroom. It was a complete accident, but that moment has been etched into my mind ever since. Her mother is a stunning woman, and I can't seem to shake off the image or the thoughts that followed. Since then, things have gotten more intense in my mind. I've started having dreams about her, and I find myself thinking about her at the most random times. I feel terrible because my girlfriend is amazing, and I don't want to hurt her. 
but the truth is I think I'm falling for her mother. I know this is wrong on so many levels and I'm not sure what to do. I've considered breaking up with my girlfriend because I feel like I'm betraying her just by having these thoughts. But then, I'm also worried about losing the connection to her family, especially her mother. I'm stuck between what my heart wants and what I know is morally right. What should I do? Should I confess how I feel to someone? Maybe a friend or a therapist? Or should I just bury these feelings and hope they go away? I'm lost, and any advice would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, Conflicted in Chicago. All right, royalty, you go first. This letter from Conflicted in Chicago is a real head-scratcher. What's your initial take on this? Well, Charlie, it's a delicate situation. First off, the young man's attraction to his girlfriend's mother is obviously a big problem. It's important to address these feelings, but in a way that doesn't harm anyone involved. I mean, attraction can be a tricky thing, but there's a huge ethical line here. He's in a relationship with her daughter, and acting on these feelings could wreck their relationship and possibly the family dynamic. I think this is more of a lust thing. He's seen a mature clone of his girlfriend. That's true. And let's not forget the age and power dynamics at play. This isn't just about two consenting adults, it's about family, trust, and boundaries. Lust is a motherfucker. It's always interesting how young men think about older women. Right. I think he needs to take a step back and really consider the consequences of his actions. Maybe the best course of action would be to distance himself from the situation for a while. If you're talking about a real woman, I do not think she would accept her daughter's sloppy seconds. Dude, you're a kid to her. Do not fuck up your relationship basis on lust. I agree, Charlie. And seeking professional guidance, like therapy, is crucial. These feelings might be a symptom of something deeper that he needs to explore and understand. Absolute not. Therapy this Negro wants some cougar pussy. And let's not forget about his girlfriend. She's an innocent party in all of this. It's unfair to her, and the young man needs to be honest with himself about his current relationship. Is he truly committed to his girlfriend, or is he staying in the relationship for the wrong reasons? Spot on. It's a tough situation, but at the end of the day, it's about integrity and doing the right thing, even if it's hard. Hopefully, Conflicted in Chicago can find a way to navigate this situation without causing pain or damage. Well said, Charlie. It's all about taking responsible steps and dealing with our feelings in a healthy and ethical way. Let's hope he finds the right path. As we wrap up episode three of Chi-Town 2K24, it's been a roller coaster of deep dives and lively debates. From dissecting the explosive revelations in Cat Williams's interview to navigating the complex emotions in Da Letter segment, today's show has been a journey through the intricacies of human behavior and societal norms. That's right, Charlie. Cat Williams' candidness in his interview not only gave us a glimpse into the entertainment industry, but also sparked important conversations about ethics, personal responsibility, and the impact of our actions on others. It's a reminder that our public figures can be more than just entertainers. They can be catalysts for meaningful discussions. And speaking of meaningful discussions, the letter today touched on a delicate and somewhat controversial topic. It reminded us that human emotions are complex and often unpredictable. 
but it's how we handle these emotions and the decisions we make that define us. Seeking help, respecting boundaries, and maintaining integrity are key. Charlie, today's episode was a testament to the power of open and honest communication. Whether it's discussing the nuances of celebrity interviews or delving into personal dilemmas, conversations like these are vital. They help us understand different perspectives and most importantly, learn more so about our ourselves. Listeners, thank you for tuning in and being part of these important conversations. Your insights, calls, and letters make Chi-Town 2K24 not just a show, but a community. We'll be back next week with more topics, more debates, and more of the Chi-Town 2K24 you love. Until then, keep the conversation going, stay thoughtful, and remember, in the maze of life, every path can lead to a story worth sharing. That's a wrap for today. Stay safe, stay curious, and keep tuning into Chi-Town 2K24. Good night, Chicago. That's it for tonight's episode of Chi-Town 2K24. Thanks for joining us in this no-holds-barred conversation. It's been real, it's been raw, and it's been all about Chicago. Don't forget to follow us on all social platforms. Until next time, keep it classy and stay safe out there.